I'm Lisa Popchak, and you're listening to Momfinance, for moms at every age and every stage. Being a mom is wondrous and delightful, but also at times exhausting and overwhelming and confusing and frustrating. Momfidence is a place for moms to come for encouragement, comfort, some new tools, and the confidence boost you need to be the mom you want to be. Balance. As moms, we have the concept of balance elevated before us as though it was the holy grail. We're constantly striving to balance everything, from creating lovely homes to going to work to raising our kids, not to mention our romantic lives, also volunteering in our communities, our kids' school, our places of worship, keeping ourselves in shape, and being good daughters. It goes on and on and on. And of course, as we attempt balance, our focus on which one of these things should take priority shifts according to who's influencing us at any given moment. Often, we can feel like maybe we're balancing things well for a moment, and then a person or something we read or something on social media will prompt us to believe that, nope, no, 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 we really should be doing that one more thing, or at least doing it better. Personally, I find those moments so disheartening. Sometimes they've caused me to question my priorities. Okay, many times. And I'll begin to wonder, should I be volunteering for just one more worthy committee? Should I be working out more, or at all, depending on the day? Should I take on one more task at work? Should I be focusing on creating beautiful tablescapes for the upcoming holiday? Should I be involving my child in one more activity to which I have to drive and for which I have to stretch the space-time continuum further than I already do? You see, my mind can bounce all over the place at times like these and really upset that sense of balance that I'm hoping so much to achieve. Well, I got kind of sick of it several years ago and I took it to prayer. And through that prayer, I ended up adopting a principle that now allows me to check all those competing messages. And yes, they will still be there, but I can keep them in check and rebalance myself more quickly. This principle is people before things. Now, I'm not talking about living a minimalistic lifestyle, although if that helps you live out this principle, then go for it. This principle is rooted in recognizing that people are the number one gift God gives us, aside from himself and his grace. Each person is a son or daughter of God, created to live for eternity. And you know what? They deserve to be treated with that dignity and the love that comes with that status. Additionally, the people that God has placed closest to us, starting with our spouse and our children, and then our extended family members, and then our closest friends, and then outward from there, they're given into our keeping so we can actually help instill that sense of dignity and God's love within them. Now, conversely, things only last for a very short while. 
and only have the value we assign to them, which often waxes and wanes over time. The dream house, or that sweater that was so wonderful at one time, may one day diminish in value when it no longer suits our needs. The recognition of this allows me to assess all my choices according to this principle. So, as I attempt to find balance, I start each new day, or week, or opportunity, or challenge by asking myself and God, how can I grow closer to the most important people in my life today? How can I use the time that I have today to shore up my relationship with them and to help them know in their bones how much I love them and how much God loves them? Then I can make choices from that point of view. So let's take a look at some examples that come across my life all the time and see how this principle of people before things could apply to them. So, for instance, I decide I need to exercise, but I also want to spend time with my child. Deciding my relationship with my child takes priority, then leads me to how can I get exercise without shortchanging my time with my child? I then determine that I could do several things. I could get up early and go to the gym while my husband's home and before my child wakes up, so they won't even know I'm missing. That's doubtful in my case. I'm not a morning person. So I decide I could just do a workout video at home and get my kids to do it along with me. Or I could simply take a walk with my child. You see, I don't have to ignore my need for exercise, although I'd love to just use my kid as an excuse not to, but I just have to use my creativity to put my child before the way I meet my need. Because the way I meet it is a thing that I have in my mind. But my child and the need that needs to be met can work together as long as I get creative about it. Let's look at another one, one that happens in my household all the time. One of my kids wants to sign up for a zillion after-school classes, or even I find a zillion that would benefit my kid. But knowing that I have having a close family as part of living out this principle of people before things, well, then that leads us to discussions like, how and when are we going to fit in meals as a family and fun as a family every week? And after we schedule those things on the calendar, then we can decide which activities and which time slots are worth putting into our family schedule. You see how this works? You think about what's going to work to prioritize your family, your people, before all the things that are drawing your attention. Let's look at another one. Let's say I'm trying to make budgeting decisions. After the primary bills that keep our family sheltered and safe and provided for are taken care of, then we can look at what we might spend our money on that would bless the people in our family or help us to make warm family memories. Additionally, we can also look at how our resources can really bless others outside of our family. 
Sure, there's going to be times where that budget will include things that we need or even some things that we want. But if we prioritize the people before the things, everything seems to fall into place in a nicely ordered package. One more, just for the sake of talking about stuff we have to do as mothers all the time. Let's say I need to clean my house. I know that my desire to get it done thoroughly and fast makes me want to do it myself while the kids are off doing something else. Or maybe even to divide up the jobs and assign each person something to do alone in a different room. But if I have this sense that we'd all end up grumpy and distant from by doing it that way that day, then maybe I give each person a dust cloth and we all work in the same room together. Or we all fold the laundry together while we talk and catch up and joke around. Or maybe play some music and dance together while we're doing it so that we all have a better attitude at the end of it all. But however we decide to do it, we come together to handle the thing together. So that we're putting the relationships, the people, before the thing. The things don't have to be neglected. We just have to figure out how to prioritize the people first. And then everything seems to work out. This principle has helped me focus my priorities even when life is trying to pull me in a million different directions. I hope it will bring you a little bit of balance as well. Thanks for joining me today for this confidence moment. If you want more encouragement, come on over to momfidence.org for the blog and other confidence-boosting resources.